Welcome to Keeping It Real podcast with Kim Har and Kim Spence Mullen. We're real life friends who discuss real life problems in a real life way. As you listen to this podcast, we celebrate the good, support you through the bad, and point you to a real life God who has the answers. We invite you to join us at the table where together we'll laugh, sometimes we'll cry, but most importantly, our promise is to show up and do real life together. Welcome back, friends, to Keeping It Real podcast. My name is Kim Spence Mullen, and Kim Har and I are your hosts today, and we're your hosts every time. <laughs> Not just today, but anytime you tune into our You're podcast. In luck. <laughs> hey, this is episode number six, and we are so glad that you've joined us because, you know, this one is going to be fun. I, we probably say that every time, but this is really going to um, dive deep. Mm-hmm. for us today. I, I know we've talked about that even in our our intros about our podcast, that there are going to be times where we're going to laugh and then times where we might cry, but we're always going to keep it real when we're talking to you because, you know, we want this to be about talking about our lives and in a way that you can say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad somebody finally brought that up. That's right. Because I needed to hear that. And today the topic (laughs) is the struggle is real. And we're talking about (laughs) mental health, women and mental health. And um, Kim, this is a topic that I think sometimes makes people a little uncomfortable but it's getting better, isn't it? It is getting better, especially, you know, we've come through a period of time where, you know, we've gone through a pandemic. Yeah. Um, and so I think that more and more people have sought out mental health. Mm-hmm. They've sought out counselors. And I think it, it used to be a stigma of, oh, you're going to counseling. And now I think it's like normal talk about who's your counselor. So, (laughs) so I think it definitely has become very much more normalized. And I would say that's one thing actually, that was positive Mm -hmm. that came out of the pandemic is it really normalized seeking out and asking for help with our mental health. Awesome. Well, we always like to have a keeping it real question. So (laughs) do you have a question today? (laughs) I do. All right. I was trying to think what would be a good keeping it real question. And I thought we're talking about mental health and it's always about you and me being real because mm-hmm. we want others to be real. And so my question is, is there a time when you have struggled with your own mental health? So think about that as you're listening. And I can definitely answer. Uh, yes, there is. I can reflect on you know a couple of times in my life. And when I actually knew or decided to seek help was... I sat on the couch with um, my husband at the time, who is deceased now, but um, and we had had a lot of struggles. And I looked at him and I said, "I literally feel like I'm going crazy." Yeah. And I said, "And those are words I've never said in my life." And um, and I said, "And I'm going to seek help." I said, "I'm I know that it's time," and you know, and I was in. I was over 50. That was the first time I ever sought counseling. So, um, and I did, and I definitely attribute that to saving my life. Um, you know, I mean, obviously we, 
you know, we're Christians, so we believe God directs our steps and directs our paths Mm -hmm. and his word directs us. And then Jesus directs us to people too. And so I know that I was directed in a perfect way to um, get help. And, Mm. you know, I, there was a time decades before that where I, I could look back now and say, I was definitely in a depression. Um, but I, I didn't seek help then because I never had the, I never had the thought about, it was always like, you know, therapy's for crazy people. Right. Honestly, <laughs> let me just put it that way. And here should I, be why and I'm going when you regularly now. Yeah. When you told your husband yeah. you were feeling crazy, that's when, yes. now it's time. Yeah, it's like, okay, I, I'm I'm a part of it now, you know, yeah, I qualify. No, I, but, you know, I had always, it was like, you pull yourself up by your bootstraps, yeah. this too will pass, you know, you get in, get in the Bible more, mm-hmm. um, think about God more, praise when worship more, and you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. And all of those things do make you feel better. Yes. But then when something is lingering, you know, and you just kind of can't get out of that funk. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I dealt with that for a while, and thankfully it did pass, but I probably should have gone in. Yeah decades ago and um so anyway how about you how about when there a time for your mental health you know I there was times when I sought out a mental health therapist actually I was like I went for marriage counseling and that's why I became a therapist is I had uh, my counseling wasn't real helpful um and so I decided to go back to school to become a therapist where I could learn to give that hope but there was there were times when especially when I was younger Um, probably very kind of like a a puberty age. And I went through a real fear Uh of, um, at the time, a friend of mine had died and they couldn't really talk about, they couldn't figure out why, you know, this young man had died. He was like 14 years old, 13, 14. And all of a sudden I was convinced I was, I was going to be next. Mm. And the fear literally, literally gripped me. And um, I talked to my mom about it now, and she says that night, my dad was traveling, and I was sleeping in bed with my mom that night, and I wouldn't put my head on the pillow because I was afraid if I went to sleep, I wouldn't wake up. And she made the comment, there was a fog of fear in the room. Mm. And now my parents, you know, is I think maybe older generations, kind of like when you Mm -hmm. say, hey, Mm -hmm. you just kind of suck it up. This is going to pass, you know, um, just, you know, put one foot in front of the other. I wasn't taken to counseling, and I, I wish at that time I probably should have been mm-hmm. because it lasted for a little while. Just kind of that fear of um, maybe more high anxious personality, and and even though I'm a therapist, mm-hmm. I actually have an anxious personality. Mm. I just know the tools. I know how to you know work with that. Um, but it's it's something that affects anybody and everybody. Yeah. So it's not. You know, if you go to a therapist and they say they don't have any problems, that's not true. Um, you know, it was, I'm the first to say, hey, I have to maintain, I have to struggle and stay on top of that as, as well. You know, I think for women, when we look at things like anxiety and mm-hmm. depression, it's so easy to feel like you're the only one going through it, right. you know, and um, one of the things as you brought up about the pandemic that we learned was the devastating effects of isolation. Mm-hmm. And so as we're kind of moving, you know, back to what we consider a, a new normal or right. a normal life, how do we, those still 
those same thoughts still apply about isolation sure. and when you're going through things like well, that. And when you say that, you know, we feel like we're the only ones going through this with depression, depression actually affects one in five women. Wow. And it is twice as common in, in women as it is in men. And anxiety is one and a half to two times higher in women. And, and I think one of the reasons for that is um, women are more, we worry more, we mm-hmm. hold things. We have this idea that if we worry, it's going to help. Mm-hmm. We need to, <laughs> <laughs> our worrying is going to change things. Mm-hmm. Um, but anxiety and, and depression both are higher in women than they are in men. That's amazing. What about, what role do hormones play or, you know, kind of the, our body, you know, our body's health? What role does mm-hmm. that play in our mental health? I think that's one of the reasons, actually, that women struggle more, especially with, uh, well, with both of them, depression and anxiety, is because from the time we're in puberty, we've got estrogen and we've got all these chemical hormonal changes in our body going from puberty to, um, you know, when we go through things like PMS when we get pregnant, mm-hmm. our hormones change. When we go through menopause, we're perimenopause. Our body, from the time we enter puberty, our bodies are changing. Wow. And so those hormones affect our brain mm-hmm. um, because those hormones send, send messages. They balance the way we feel. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that that plays a really big role. And then menopause and, like you said, <laughs> all of that. I mean, that's really to think about. The idea of saying, okay, so when is it time? When do I need to actually say, this is more than just, you know, I'm feeling a little blue. When is it time to seek mental health? I think there's a part of, you know, like you said, when Mm -hmm. you felt like you were, you said you felt like I was at the bottom of a well. Mm -hmm. When you have more answers than you do, I'm sorry, when you have more questions than -hmm. you do answers. Mm Um, when you notice it may be, you know what, I just, I'm in the blahs. I just can't get out of this. Um, it can be when you're feeling really alone and isolated and you're pulling back. It's Mm -hmm. when, you know, that joy is gone. It may be when you're having body symptoms, you know, our body reacts to depression and, and anxiety. So if I'm all of a sudden, I'm feeling, I just want to sleep all the time. I want to, I don't want to engage. I want to just escape. Or if I'm having anxiety and panic attacks and, and my heart rate is always going uh, faster, you know, Mm -hmm. so I think that there's a part of when you don't feel like your normal self, Mm. that's a really good time to even go have a checkup. It's like go in and, you know, you don't have to have a huge problem to go to, to get counseling. It may just be going and saying, hey, this is just often me, you know, can we just have a session and process that? That's a great point because I think when you heard me say, okay, well, I felt like I was going crazy. Mm-hmm. I knew, you know, it was at the end of my rope. That's when we, like in my mind, that was, okay, well, now it's time, mm-hmm. you know, but not just, let's say somebody has uh, gotten divorced or mm-hmm. they've, no, they're newly widowed. I mean. Well, and it just can be somebody that says, hey, I struggle with guilt. Mm. I can't get over this feeling of guilt for, mm-hmm. for, you know, it may be, you know, hey, as a mom, I feel guilty that, you know, my kids went through a hard situation and I'm feeling guilt. Yeah. Or it may be, I'm just sad. Yeah. You know what? Changing roles and seasons and I'm sad. Yeah. And so it's not, it's not just when you're really in a huge, huge thing. That's good. It's, it's when it's even small. And I will, I will be the first to be very transparent and say, just last week. Um, I had gone through something, just a kind of a transition, and I called 
uh, a person I go to therapy occasionally, and I said, hey, I just need somebody just to talk about some things. Yeah. Do you just have a one-time session? I just want to come in and process some things. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm going crazy. It doesn't mean, yeah. you know, the life, the, the earth is falling out beneath my feet yeah it just means hey i need a sounding board yeah and so it can be for those big things and it can also be for those not big things i like the idea of talking to someone that doesn't have a vested interest in my life that you know isn't a family member or isn't someone that's automatically on my team yeah and but then also isn't a total stranger so mm-hmm. that this person can have you know they'll be a stranger maybe to you at first but well they should be a stranger yeah. at first. <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly they but they will you know the, the training that you go through and all of that to to sit and have a conversation mm-hmm. like you said a sounding board I think is so important mm-hmm. and um you know people I think sometimes too you think what am I going to talk about for an hour you know what if I run out of things to talk about I know I've even experienced that thought, like, you know, but yet don't discount right. the idea of going. What do you say to people when they're like, what are we, what am I going to say? What are you going to say? <laughs> You'd be surprised how quickly that hour goes by. Mm-hmm. Now, there are times when it's like, okay, I'm not sure what else I want to say. And if you've got a skilled, you know, counselor, they're going to be asking you questions. And I like to tell people I'm kind of like a tour guide. You just tell me kind of what you're, what, where you're wanting to go. What do you want your life to look like? And let me help figure out how to get you there. And so whether it is just asking, exploring questions, because most of the time we have the answers inside us. Yeah. It's just we need help getting those out. Yeah. Um, so if it's, if it's a long hour, you know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> there, there are ways this around shall that. Pass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like too um, that, you know, when you talk about therapy, I mean, we're talking about the one-on-one mm-hmm. therapy, mm-hmm. but are there other alternatives to yes. mental health? Okay. Yes. In fact, I love to say it is so important to have like a tribe and a community around you. Mm-hmm. So let's say you mentioned, you know, if you go through a divorce, you don't necessarily need to go see a therapist Mm -hmm. but you need support and so I recommend to people there are like church groups like divorce care where you're sitting in a group with other people who have gone through similar things and sometimes it's just nice to have people that say I get it I'm going through it too Mm. I'm not judging you I'm going through this too let me link arms with you yeah um you know I I like grief share Mm -hmm. the there's a program that's in churches that's grief share Mm -hmm. if I've gone through grief Mm -hmm. so there's divorce care grief share I like celebrate recovery Mm -hmm. celebrate recovery Recovery is a Christian 12-step program that says we all have hurts, habits, and hang-ups in life. Mm. And so come as you are, and, mm-hmm. and let's just do life together. So it doesn't mean you have to go to therapy, but reach out and be part of a community. Don't try and do life alone. That's really important. And when we're talking about, again, um, you know, the, the idea of saying the struggle is real, we know the idea for women, again, you know, our focus with our podcast is, is generally going to be women, but we, we want you to know that you're not alone. We want you to know that, that we understand that the struggle is real, but, but that to stay isolated isn't 
a tool that the enemy mm-hmm. uses to make you feel like yeah. you're the only one dealing with this. You yeah. know, nobody else is dealing with it quite this way. Yeah. But um, there are going to be times where you have to take that step and be brave yeah. and step out and seek some help. Well, and sometimes, you know, we will see friends and we'll say, how are you? Mm-hmm. And typically what's the first thing we say? Oh, I'm fine. Oh, fine. Yeah, Everything's great. great. Yeah. Um, and... I really try to make an effort when people say they're fine, great, and especially I will have people that come to counseling, and the first thing they say is, fine, great. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll look at them, and I'll say, okay, now really. Now let's do that again. Mm-hmm. How are you really? Mm-hmm. Because we just need that soft place to be honest and um, just be able to kind of talk about things. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, one of the things, too, we want to remind you is that, you know, we're here for you. This is this is a, a chance for you. We believe that it's not an accident that you tune in. That's right. Um, and we'd love for you to go back and listen to a, other podcasts that we've had because all these topics will be things that we deal with as women mm-hmm. um, that and upcoming episodes, of course, we're excited about as well. But we we just want you to know that we are here for you mm-hmm. because we know that as a woman that you know God put put us together he he gives us these amazing bodies that That's we right. have that carry children you know and and then but then he also gives us an amazing mind and heart and knitting all those together to make us unique and unique as women and sometimes there are things that we go through and i think of women you know that have gone through cancer battles or that have been through um, some sort of health challenge where it's left them in a place in fact it was talking with a woman um, recently that had mentioned that was talking about women that have gone through cancer mm-hmm. and and how much they struggle with mental health um, I think and, almost any physical any physical affliction is mm-hmm. going to affect your mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you, if you've had a heart attack, they always, you know, when I was getting my training, they were saying, hey, watch for depression. Yeah. When, when our bodies go through ailments or when we're just struggling, when we're worn down, that's why even when we're worn down, yeah. we're more susceptible to struggle with our mental health. Yeah. And some of the reasons that I think women struggle more than, and I, I want to clarify, because I don't know, statistics say that women struggle more than men. Mm-hmm. And I think they probably do, but I think men underreport it. It's underreported. Uh-huh. Because a woman can go to her doctor, and I don't have a problem saying, doctor, I've been just crying a lot, and, mm-hmm. and you just feel, mm-hmm. feeling you know, sad and worthless. And most men have feel like, hey, I'm not going to go into my doctor and say, hey, doc, I'm crying a lot. <laughs> and so I think right. it's very underreported for yeah. men. So I think those That's statistics may be are a little bit different um but i don't want to say that men don't struggle with that as well but um one of the reasons i think some of the reasons women struggle is that we like i said we don't take care of our health Mm -hmm. we get overwhelmed um but we have inappropriate expectations Mm. we try to do everything ourselves um you know we uh, put all this heavy pressure on ourselves and we don't ask for help we don't have support systems. And then one last thing is sometimes we have undealt with um, childhood wounds, trauma. It doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be childhood. It can be things that have significantly affected our hearts and mm-hmm. our feelings. Mm-hmm. And we've just pushed it down and pushed it down. And sometimes we just need to revisit that and say, hey, this keeps popping up. Yeah. And go back and do some healing there. And two, you mentioned before about sometimes it can be a numb feeling that you have. Or it can be. Feeling like. No joy. You know, yeah. 
like there's just something missing. Yeah, the world's going on without me. Yeah. And I'm just kind of existing. Yeah. It's time to seek help when you have any of those things. Yeah. I think that reaching out, you know, we always try to give some practical steps um, before we end our episodes. And I think some of those we've already said, but I want to reiterate that. And one of it is give yourself grace, but reach out and don't isolate. Mm -hmm. Because that is the devil's trick to say, hey, you're the only one. Mm -hmm. And we're here to say you're not the only one. Um, Prioritize your self-care, but find a counselor. Um, and, and it may be that they suggest you, you look into taking medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, medicine's not for everybody, but there are times chemically, if there's a chemical imbalance, mm-hmm. um, being able to um, use what God gave doctors, the wisdom with, with you know, the pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. sometimes medicine is what we need to. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's awesome, Kim. Well, I think we're closing our our time today. And as we close today's episode, we just want to say again how excited we are to have you as our friends. And we're we're so glad you're here and we say welcome. We invite you to join us every two weeks as we dive into what it means to be real, raw, and restored. We promise to keep it real and come as we are so that you too can come as you are. To make sure you don't miss an episode, Subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, Keeping It Real Podcast. Remember, there's room for everyone at our table, so don't forget to tell your friends.